What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of Cover 6 Flex. Uh, you know, I wasn't uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to get back on here. Uh, in terms of, you know, usually, like, I, I think t uh, the schedule release will be today or something like that or tomorrow, but I actually wanted to get on here because uh, Colt Brennan died yesterday, and I know a lot of people don't even know who he is. You know, a lot of people, they're, they're, they, they have no clue as who this guy is. And, you know, you may, you may get on, you know, I, I read the article on NFL.com. It was pretty basic. Um, it doesn't really tell you much, but I'm going to tell you right now who Colt Brennan was because he was a guy who kind of came along in my life when I kind of needed him, so to speak. Um, and he was my favorite college player, maybe of all time. Uh, Reggie Bush, uh, Ken Dorsey, Matt Leiner, Alex Smith, and, and Colt Brennan. Those are probably the guys who I love to watch the most. And, and that's all from a time gone by, obviously. Oh, and Jeff Samarja. I can't forget Jeff Samarja. He was, he was a phenomenal wide receiver. Um, but... You know, Colt Brennan probably was the one that I love more than any of them. He, he's the guy whose tape I will watch every single year. <laughs> um, it, just as a reminder of what he pulled off with that Hawaii team, um, Ryan Grice Mullins and, you know, Devon Best, who wound up being a pretty good slot receiver in the NFL for a little bit, uh, for the Miami Dolphins mostly, and uh, Jason Rivers. Um, he had a great compliment of receivers I'm actually forgetting somebody uh, I said Ryan Grice Mullins I think uh, yeah there's there's I think there's somebody I'm forgetting but anyway um, I remember when I first heard of Colt Brennan when I first saw him it was 2006 back when SportsCenter and ESPN were actually watchable because it's just ridiculously stupid now now you got people yelling at each other every day and they don't know sports and you know they're just they're just flapping off at the mouth um for the most part and 2006 i'm sitting here watching this kid and they're talking about hey this guy's got you know 52 touchdown passes and he's about to break the single season record and i'm like who is this kid you know and and they they show the highlights of him and he's just slinging it around the lot because he's got that sidearm delivery and so I was like, all right, you know, let, let me check this kid out. And the, the Sheridan Hawaii Bowl was coming on. And it was actually, you know, usually that thing is in Hawaii if, if Hawaii qualifies for it. That year, I think they were 10-3 and three or 11-3. and three, And they played Arizona State, you know, pretty legitimate team. And, I mean, he lambasted them. I mean, he put up, I think he, he, I think he threw six touchdown passes and that broke the record. So he wound up with 58. And I know Joe Burrow broke the record when he was there. But that's what I'm talking about, dude. Everybody can have one good year, all right? <laughs> Everybody can have one good year. I'm not taking anything away from Joe Burrow. But when you watch Colt Brennan throw, Colt Brennan is literally Patrick Mahomes before Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes, basically. Like, go look him up on YouTube. And you'll say, oh, man, you know, he, he played in a small school. He did play in a small school. And he's another one of these guys who nobody wanted him. Nobody recruited him. He had an incident at... Uh, at a, at a university, had to wind up transferring, goes to Hawaii, 
basically as a walk-on and just winds up dominating the competition. And that doesn't always happen because he, he didn't just do it for one year. He did it for two years. And in his last year, of course, he, he gets to the BCS. Um, and Georgia killed him because Georgia, they couldn't protect. I mean, if you watch that game, you will come away saying, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> It, it was like it was like an NFL team against a college team. That's what it was. Like he got destroyed in that game, and I don't even put it all on him because if you can't protect your quarterback, you guys already know. Ask Patrick Mahomes. As great as he was, right? <laughs> right? Didn't matter. If you can't protect him, it doesn't matter, you know. And so, uh, Cole Brennan was a guy that I, I look I look forward to watching every single night. Um, I would stay up, or if I couldn't stay up, I would tape the games of him on the East Coast, um, you know, Hawaii, a little different people. In order to watch him, you had to stay up, basically, um, to, to get his games in. And he was, I'm telling you guys, man, dude was so talented, it was unreal. Oh, they were never tested. Yeah, okay, they played They played a couple of ranked teams. And I know those teams aren't FCS teams, but uh, or, or those teams aren't, uh, BCS team necessarily, but they still won a. Um, you know, I remember he played Washington, and Washington was the game that everybody kind of had circled on the calendar because they were the team who uh, they were they were just an okay team, but they came in there, man, twenty one nothing off rip in the first quarter, and Colt makes a comeback. Like all those, all his games in two thousand seven, some of his games in two thousand six are on YouTube. So if you ever want to see them in action. Uh, they ran June Jones system to run and shoot, you know, what, uh, Warren Moon used to run basically. Um, that's the system they ran and it's a complicated system. Not everybody can run that system, NFL or pro, because it takes a real good understanding of defenses. It takes a really good awareness because a lot of times you're running option routes and the quarterback has to understand just like the receiver has to understand exactly what they're thinking like can you imagine like people people think oh tom brady he runs this and he's there he oh my god him and edelman and it's like bro there's a reason that that for the most part after the 2004 season there's a reason that receivers did not come out of that system right like there's a reason that there weren't that many great receivers to come out of new england Right, Deion Branch, right? Okay, then Randy Moss. Randy Moss is Randy Moss. He's going to be great regardless, okay, as long as he wants to be, as Oakland proved, right? But Julian Edelman, I mean, you know, Wes Welker, he came there in free agency, but they, they don't have a, a track record of developing great receivers. And one of the reasons is because they run something similar to that where the quarterback and the receivers have to be on the same page. And that takes great awareness. It takes a high football IQ to run that system. And I remember Mel Kuyper, right? You know, Mel Kuyper is wrong more than he's right, you know? And I like Mel, don't get me wrong. But his criticism of Colt Brennan, I laughed. I was like, wait, what? He's like, he's small. Okay, he's 6'2". I mean, if that's small, what's Russell Wilson? Like, come on. And so, you know, he runs a, 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 a system, you know, quarterback-friendly system. Timmy Chang put up numbers. And he's right. Timmy Chang did put up numbers. But Timmy Chang didn't break 37 or tie 37 NCAA records, right? So, I mean, the grain of salt argument. And like I said, Georgia, 
that game really brought his draft stock down? There's no question. But again, they couldn't protect him. He goes to the NFL, right? He's with Jim Zorn, who, right? And the the ever so dysfunctional Washington football team franchise. Back in 2006, they were still dysfunctional. Okay, they were absolutely off. <laughs> you know, Dan Snyder was at the peak of his powers. He's still an idiot. <laughs> Still has no idea what he's doing, right? But he's the owner, so what are you going to do, right? And so he goes there, impresses in preseason multiple times. Then he winds up being a backup that year, doesn't really do all that great, winds up getting shipped to the Raiders. That's where he has a car accident, and that car accident made him have to retire from football because he wound up having some pretty significant injuries. Then a show comes out called Fourth and Loud and basically is an opportunity for Cole to return to the field. He doesn't get it. Okay, because they figured out after they ran the MRI that if his skull was impacted in any way, he could die basically. The, the and the and the injuries came from that car accident that he had a few years prior. And it's so sad, bro. And that's on that's on YouTube too. It was so sad seeing him know that his shot was done like and i'm just because dude i have followed this guy his entire career okay there's not a lot of people i do that with because i just don't care to be honest with you but there's certain people who you know that they have the talent and you want to see him succeed you want to see him get put in a good situation and here's a guy who he never really got that opportunity from the day they played georgia in the sugar bowl that was when his career went immediately downhill. Because when you get drafted to the Redskins, look, careers go to die there. Okay, now, yeah, they're trying to change that. And they're trying to turn that around. But Washington has this, this how do I want to put it? This tendency of being good one year, bad for eight years. <laughs> you know, and it look, that you have to point to ownership. When it when it is a decades long thing, that's ownership. That's not coaching. That because until ownership changes, until the culture changes, as we saw from the, the articles that you know have come out about that team and, and management and ownership, until that changes, then nothing else is really gonna change, right? You know, and don't get me wrong, I love um Ron Rivera. I think he's an excellent head coach. Um but if he doesn't truly succeed there, you know, who do we really put that on? I mean, you can't sit here and tell me that the Cowboys are bad because of Jason Garrett. It's what the argument I kept trying to tell you guys. Like, that's not Jason Garrett. You can talk about how the fact the Cowboys are 8-8 eight eight every year he's there. One year under Mike McCarthy and the whole thing blows up. <laughs> you know, whole thing blows up. It's Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones wasn't picking the players. <laughs> you know? Like, it's it's unreal. But anyway, back to Cole. Um, you know, I, I tried to keep up with him. Um, he had... Uh, there's a couple stints of him on YouTube on a podcast. Um, with a couple of guys. You know, not well known. But if you look it up, it's there. Um, and I got, I got to tell you guys. I don't get emotional about a lot of things anymore um you know life is too short for the for the short fuse <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you um but last night i got a little emotional when i saw the news because 
the interesting thing about it was I would have never known. I, I don't, I took an indefinite break from Twitter because I'm just so sick of the negativity on there, you know, and, and the absolute stupidity that reigns of Trey Lance is better than Jimmy G and he's going to beat him out in camp and F Jimmy G and he's this and he's that. And then the people who say that stuff deny that they said it. Man, if I had access to my buzzer right now, like, I just, you get tired of it because it's always something. You know, first it was he's going to get traded. And we, we went through that all off season long, right? Even though Shanahan and, and Lynch clearly said he's not getting traded, he's going to be our quarterback. And you get tired of going through that every single day. That's the conversation every single day from the majority of the trolls and the majority of people who don't know football, right? And you just, that 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 is emotionally draining. It really is sometimes because I don't get on there to argue. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need this. <laughs> That's really it at the end of the day. And if I don't need it, then why am I using it? So I'm not on there. And so I'm not as in tune to current events as I usually would be. And the only reason I even found it was because I was looking for some content to do on this podcast. And I typed in NFL. Obviously, I know about the Aaron Rodgers thing and, and Deshaun Watson's case still ongoing, all that stuff. But um, I I was looking for some content. And I typed in NFL news, and boom, it just pops up all of a sudden. Cole Brennan dead at 37. And it was so saddening, man. It was so saddening because I have watched this guy, you know, be, be an immature kid right and then he goes to Hawaii Jun Jong gives him an actual shot he absolutely tears it up at Hawaii you know even before the 2006 season Jun Jong said he knew it he, he knew when he saw him play he's like this is going to be our guy this is going to be our guy and you're talking about Jun Jones was an NFL head coach I mean he knows talent when he sees it and so he gets a shot absolutely rips it up changes the culture at hawaii that cannot be understated hawaii was basically a dead school guys nobody knew who hawaii was in 2006 you may say they don't know who he is now yeah because he ain't there <laughs> but that school for those two years they dominated college football colt brennan lost i think the four games but everybody knew in 2007 they had a real shot at a BCS Bowl if they could stay undefeated. You know, and again, that Washington game, that was part of that. You're down 21. And then, of course, the next week they play Boise. Winds up being a close game. Colt throws a touchdown pass with, I think, like 30 seconds left to win that game. A ranked team. I think Boise at the time was ranked like 22nd or something like that. And... Hawaii just kept going up the boards. He 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 played some incredible, incredible games where he was the reason that they won. He was the reason. Not a great defense, right? Really, Colt had to score 50 points to win every game. He really did. You know, and and it separates him in my mind. But you know, it was a special season. It was a special season. And he changed the culture there. People, you know, I mean, I remember watching that Washington game. The one memory of Colt Brennan I will always have is when they played Washington, they were down 21-0. And the game is tied at 28 in the in the fourth quarter. And Colt throws this touchdown pass to Jason Rivers. 
And they had set it up all night. They set it. You could you could tell. They were hitting Jason Rivers. Slant, 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 slant. And all of a sudden, you knew it was coming at some point. You knew they were going to take a shot at some point. And Jason Rivers winds up running a post. And Colt just, he went back to throw, read the safety, looked him off, and just throws this beautiful dime. It was like 55 yards or something like that. Right in the bread basket between the two safeties. Jason River catches it in the back of the end zone. Oh, my God. And I was just like, this kid, <laughs> he can flat out play. Because one of the things that I think people have to start to get past is when you play in a system, you still have to make the throws. You know, you can say, oh, the system made Timmy Chang great. The system made Colt Brennan great. But that's a throw that has nothing to do with the system. Either you can do that or you can't, <laughs> right? For him to read that play, make that throw, under duress, mind you, he was under pressure, fourth quarter tight game, you can't teach those things. And again, I've told you guys before on one of the previous pods in terms of the NFL draft, when you look at all of these draft busts, you have to remember where were they drafted? Were they drafted when this team was stable or when this team was beginning to get stable? Like the Jets are actually taking steps to be a stable franchise. Cleveland is taking those steps to be a stable franchise. Washington is at least starting to take those steps to be a stable franchise. The Bears, they're going in the wrong direction, right? <laughs> they, they have weapons. You have an offensive coach, but... You perennially have not produced any good quarterbacks. Washington perennially not good quarterbacks. The Jets perennially haven't produced. Even Cleveland, I already told you guys my thoughts on Baker Mayfield. They've not produced good quarterbacks. So there's a reason for that. And a lot of it has to do with how you build around that young quarterback if you give him a legitimate shot. What happens if he gets hurt? What happens if... You don't give him an offensive line. What happens if you change coaches every every year or every other year? Right? Like, Cleveland. Excuse me. What happens if Cleveland goes 6-10 and 10 this year? Are they going to fire their head coach like they have been doing every single year since they've come back? Those are the decisions that make or break these young quarterbacks. You know? And there's very few people who can persevere under that. Alex Smith was literally probably the only guy I know. There's a video that I haven't watched yet, but I'm going to recommend it to you on Alex Smith. It's called The Most Unwanted Quarterback in NFL History. And it's and it's Alex Smith. Bro, everywhere this guy went, he won. <laughs> it's amazing to me. He won, but you know what he doesn't do? He doesn't put up flashy numbers like Mahomes. He doesn't put up numbers. He doesn't make uh, incredible throws like Aaron Rodgers right? He doesn't run 70-yard runs like Lamar Jackson, so nobody cares. Everywhere he goes, they want somebody else. He takes a team almost to the Super Bowl. What happens the next year? He got hurt for one game. One game he got hurt, and Harbaugh decides, let's make a change, even though we're 7-0, and by the way. <laughs> like, it's just, it's unbelievable, man. It's unbelievable the way people treat this guy. He goes to Kansas City. Okay? They couldn't they couldn't they couldn't win the playoff game, right? But for 4 years, 3 of those years, they 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 went to the playoffs and the other year 
they uh he got hurt. <laughs> That's probably the only reason they didn't make the playoffs. Okay, we gotta draft Mahomes. So they draft Mahomes. He sits behind him for a year. Comes out guns blazing. He's gone. They go to Washington, right? He suffers a ridiculously catastrophic energy or, or injury. And what happens when he comes back? Nobody wants him. Oh, we don't think that he's. Oh, we're gonna put him through this test and that test. We don't think he's gonna be. He goes six and three, gets hurt, right? Then the year they make the playoffs, what happens? He takes all the body bruisings. He takes the hit. He's hurt. Doesn't get a chance to play in the playoff game. Uh, but had a winning record again. I had to retire too. <laughs> like, I'm out here like... Like, what does this kid have to do to prove himself, man? Like, it, it's it's unreal. And I'm not telling you that Alex Smith... Like, some of the problems were on Alex Smith. But also, it, it, it it's amazing to me how people don't understand how rare winning is in the NFL. Look at the 49ers. You took Kaepernick on a, on about a three-year run, right? He never developed as a passer. So eventually he burned out, right? And people say, oh, the NFL kicked him out because they didn't like his stance on, listen, there may be some truth to that, but at the end of the day, Kaepernick wasn't a good quarterback. I'm saying it from a Niners fan who watched him. Could he run? Yeah. But that's not the only thing it takes to play quarterback, as Lamar Jackson continuously proves, <laughs> especially in the playoffs. Dude is 1-3 in, in playoff games, but everybody hails him like he's the next best thing. Help me out with that. <laughs> anyway, you know, I'm going to get off here, but, you know, I just wanted to do almost a tribute to, to Cole Brennan. Um, I think he'll he'll go down as as uh, a guy who, in the end, couldn't overcome those vices. I, we don't know the full report. I'll continue to to investigate and 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 figure out what exactly was the cause of death. Um, it, it's it's a a sad day, though. You know, he just Colt, Colt had a lot of unfortunate circumstances after they wound up winning or getting to the sugar bowl that was when his life kind of started just going off track and and he could never really keep it on track and i think one of the things that i think uh needs to be done in the nfl is i understand that they have these talks with athletes and stuff especially uh when they first get drafted but they need to tell these guys how to manage their money they need to have seminars on that. How do you manage your money? How do you keep yourself away from the things that might have plagued you? You know, how do you keep yourself on balance? Because a lot of times guys, when they leave that structure, when they leave that balance, it's so hard because they had that routine. As men, that's how we are. We're very routine laced creatures. Women are a lot more spontaneous, right? They get bored a lot easier. Guys are cool. We can, we can listen. I can, I can go home and I could do three or four, the same three or four things every day. And I'm fine with that. Most women are not like that. Most women need that spontaneity. Most women will say, man, let's do this. Let's do that. You know, we haven't done this in a while. Let's do this. Let's do that. Most guys, whether it's playing a video game, whether it's, 
you know, watching a TV show, whether it's watching a movie, most guys are willing to do that same thing. It gives them a routine. It's something that they enjoy. We don't need much to be happy. But I think that what happened in Colt's case was that routine was taken away from him after he had that car accident when he was with the Raiders. And when that routine got broken, all of a sudden, the one thing that he was really passionate about in life, football, he wound up not being able to pursue that. Even for years later, that routine helped him in a lot of ways. And guys in the NFL will tell you that, that, that it's a struggle to get your bearings, especially you're a low draft pick. You got to first, you got to get up the depth chart. You got to be able to consistently impress and then you got to get a starting nod. And then all of a sudden, you know, all of the work and stuff that goes into it starts to pay off on the field. You have that routine and everything. And I just, it got disrupted and he just could never, you know, I was listening to one of the podcasts that he was on and he was starting to turn it around. And he, they said he was a guy who never turned down an interview, never turned down a, um, an autograph. That's the kind of person Colt Brennan really was. You could tell he was a good guy. It's just that he just, in the end, we're all imperfect humans, right? So from him, listen, every single year, I always watch him anyway. And, you know, Wednesday, May 11th, he he died. And I'll always keep him in mind. Um, I think he was an unfortunate tale of life is difficult for all of us. Like as humans, every day we make life or death decisions, even if nobody else realizes it. Right. And it could be something as simple as, okay, am I going to pay this bill? (laughs) If I don't pay this bill, here's the consequences for that. Right. And we make these decisions every day. And my advice to everybody out there is life is very difficult. And what we should do is come up with as much information as you can before you make those difficult decisions. We all have vices, right? Make sure that your vices don't take you away from the things that are really important in life. All of us are just trying to survive. And that's completely understandable. And even though those vices may be something you enjoy, Colt proved those vices eventually can get you and kill you, right? And and that's the saddening part about it is that some of us, you will hear, I think I've said before on this podcast, some of the most talented basketball players in the world are the ones on the streets. They're the ones who are in Rucker Park. They're the ones who are uh, in New York playing on the blacktop. And you know why that is? Because they can never get away from those vices. They can never make that commitment to not smoke, not drink, you know, not do some of the things that they really love to do and enjoy doing and make a full commitment to being an NBA player. Right. Now, with that said, look, it doesn't mean they would make it, but they would have had an opportunity for sure. You know. So. Everybody just, I would just say, just live every day. I don't like saying live every day like it's your last because that that to me is more of a negative connotation of 
go out, party it up, you know, do, do everything that you would do if it was truly your last day. I would never tell anybody to do that. But I would say, live every day not thinking about yourself. I think that would probably be the best advice I could give. Because um, Colt Brennan, I think that a, a man and his character is judged by what he does when nobody is looking. Not what he does when the outside world has eyes on him. You know, like Jeff Bezos, right? Okay, so this guy gets divorced. Well, he had an affair. Why? I mean, no disrespect to the woman involved, but she was not attractive. So I don't, you know, Jeff Bezos, you get an L for that. Like, I don't even, you know, not, not that that means that he should do it if she was attractive. I'm just saying, I, you know, we, we make these decisions in our private lives that I, I don't, that to me is the number one thing, you know, I actually have a podcast where I talk about men and and dating and women and all these things and and it amazes me why people cheat i i don't do you understand the concept of monogamy (laughs) and i'm not gonna go into a whole big spiel because that's not what this is about this is about cole brennan but the decisions that some of us make as humans it baffles me and that's one of them where it's like okay monogamy automatically means you know just you two so if you're not gonna completely stay committed If you don't think you're going to be the same person you are when you get married 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years down the line, then don't do it. Literally, that affair cost him billions. (laughs) Hey, Jeff Bezos, hold this L. Like, that's just stupid. That's not a that. That's not logical at all. That's not logical at all. Now, he's still rich. He'll still be fine. But that's not even the point. The point is we as humans make bad decisions on a regular basis. It's almost it's ingrained in us because we're imperfect humans. But here's a cautionary tale. 37 years old, really had a lot ahead of him. I believe he was a father too. Um and he is gone now because maybe it was just one bad moment. Maybe he just relapsed. And all of a sudden, that relapse turns into something you didn't count on. So anyway, guys, you know, I'm going to get off here. Um, This is Cover Six Flex. I'm Edmund. And remember, we're imperfect humans. There's no question. We all have our vices. There's no question. But let's just try to do as a whole, as a a unit, as, as, as a human, you know, let's try to make better decisions overall. And maybe if we can do that, could turn this whole thing around in terms of you know, our family life, this world, because we all are always going to have problems. That's part of being an imperfect human. But I think sometimes, sometimes we just do it to ourselves. You know, let's not put ourselves in that position where you're tempted to make a bad decision. That's one of the main things I took away is Colt died in a rehab facility. Now, that doesn't mean that it wasn't on him. It doesn't mean it was on him. But in the end, whatever it was that happened, there's a part of responsibility that comes with that for him. Whatever it was, if it was self-inflicted or not, um, he put himself in that position, you know. And I will always remember him as a guy who I enjoyed watching as a as a as a person try to overcome all those 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 flaws, all those vices, and as a football player, 
He was phenomenal, you know. But in the end, we're all judged on what we do as human beings, really. And for all of us, we do well to think about that in the future. What, what, how am I contributing to my family, you know, how, or, or how am I contributing to society in terms of how I treat people, you know, on a daily basis, you know, my spouse, my, my sisters, my brothers, you know, if we let these vices get a hold of us, we could have a tragic end like Cole Brennan.